Part 4 Possession in Great Measure I Ching 14 Day 482 Lazarus like you rise Fall fox and steroids coursing through your veins Saturday you played music till my brother's fingertips were raw Triumphant clutching your mandolin You dared him to play one more tune On Monday I played for two hours straight at the fiddling fish But chemical warfare is no long-term solution this is no cure. A doctor in the music group comes by and asks, Is Bruno okay? He's shocked when I tell him that Bruno has metastatic esophageal cancer. Another friend says I'm surprisingly calm. You're so strong. I don't think so. It's just that my hope, no hope thermostat is broken. Day 501. A cough became a racing heart, became a drive to the ER. Became an EKG. CT with contrast. X-ray. MRI. And a final diagnosis. Multiple pulmonary emboli in both lungs. Inoperable metastatic small bowel obstruction. Cancerous lesion in T12 vertebra. Harried young doctors put you on... Heparin. At the same time... I insert an NG tube through your nose. To our horror, he bleeds uncontrollably for the next 36 hours. Enduring teams of nurses, rapid response, and ENT docs. Trying to staunch the bleeding until finally... We say, please. Let's stop. A calm descends around us. Comfort care is the sanity they need. Stop pretending we can win this. Phone calls made, airline tickets bought, and many tears shed. Day 502. This morning, after my walk, I cut flowers from the garden and then go upstairs to meditate. Lying on the floor of the bedroom, we sanctified with our lovemaking, I let go of anxious thoughts and see a many-pointed star glowing in my inner field of vision. As I shower, the star grows more distinct. Every time I blink, it burns brighter. I want a sign from God. I want to know that heaven exists. I suspect my inner vision was nothing more than the phosphine of the echinaceas I picked minutes ago while standing in the bright summer sun, but I've read echinacea is a flower with healing properties. So there's hope. Idling in the refuge of this belief, I dress for the hospital, picking atop the color of the flowers and new silver earrings I gave myself on my birthday. Since February, I've been losing earrings, precious ones you gave me for a birthday or Valentine's. I rail against the conspiracy of disappearing things and cry, bereft when I can only find one. Earrings are meant to stay in pairs. No matter how beautiful or precious, a single earring is obsolete. I tuck the remaining one in a box, but the delight in them is gone. Later, I arrive with the flowers at the hospital to find the... Pretty surgical resident who treated Bruno in the ER visiting him on her day off. I blush as I tell Corey I couldn't stop thinking about him. I know how she feels. I set down the flowers and remember how you saved another pretty medical resident. Trapped under tons of concrete after the Mexico City earthquake. 
As a volunteer translator, I worked alongside the French rescue team as they removed the wreckage of the hospital where she worked. When we found her, she had been buried for eight days. I reassured her in Spanish that soon she would be saved. After they'd amputated her leg right there, I made a point to visit her in the hospital. Tu vos! Tu vos! She cried as I spoke her name. Days before, she thought my voice must be that of the angel Gabriel. Death, come to fetch her. But when you walked into her room, she knew at once you were a man, her hero. We are here to save each other. She saved me too. Tu vos, your voice, I heard her say. I feel such gratitude for this young woman who has appeared to remind me of this and to comfort you. Day 507. At hospice, you are still making music, and friends have been sending poems that we read to you. Ashling, Ezra's girlfriend and a poet herself, and I have been handwriting them in a journal with the words Wanderlust stamped on it. I bought it years ago when we talked about writing a musical about traveling musicians. We were dreaming about ourselves, of course. Now that dream is almost over. The room grows crowded with family and friends gathered to cheer you on to the finish line. Ashling and Ezra, Nick, Elsbieta, Roy and Mary, Ken and Mary, Kat and Matt, another Bruno and his great love, Cecilia, and so many more. You have not lost your sense of humor. I've discovered the secret of the universe. It's not 42. It's apple juice. (laughs) (laughs) With Mother's little helper morphine, you are dazzled by... The flowers, the smell of lavender, the taste of pudding, and a warm washcloth on my forehead. You are unafraid, joyous, full of love. You tell us... Most of what we know about a person is a memory. The Bruno, you know, is recorded in your minds. And so what you know as Bruno will live forever through all of you. Before long, your mother, brother, sons, friends, and I will have to create a Bruno from memory. You will become a myth we write to console ourselves. What shatters my heart is losing the future, Bruno. And losing the future of Corey and Bruno. There will be no we soon. We have only spent 5,000 days together, 10% fighting this beast, cancer. You lived 45 years before we met. I only know that, Bruno, through your stories, those myths you created to make sense of what happened to you along the way. The living Bruno is sacred. The creative, breathing, kissing Bruno, and I will never have enough of him. But I am grateful for the days I spent with you. There is a grace in every day of living. Despite the tattered edge of our unfinished work, what we had was divine. Day 514, 
We came in our Breton stripes, tricolor, flying, singing the Marseillaise. They say it was the... <laughs> the greatest World Cup in years! And I see elation in your jaundiced face. <laughs> Five hours later, you are coughing up bile. I talk to the nurses, then try to talk to you. You cry and tell me you... you don't need to be lectured. I plead. I'm your wife and here to help. <laughs> they sit in anguished silence, both condemned by love to see this through. Though there is little anyone can do, I know what you want. I am here for you. Only for you. The hospice angels come with more drugs. While I look for poems to read you. Gary Snyder and Sexton James Dickey. Dickey died of lung disease. Sexton, a suicide. Only Snyder, the Zen poet, is still alive. A doorbell ringing at 3 a.m. is never a good sign. You tried to call us, but to rouse us from bed, the police were called. Night 522. I arrive and find you in full command, orchestrating your own death. You tell everyone I am... Always late. It's true, my love. I kiss your lips, I hold your hand, and then you say... No more. You focus on one of my sons, Ezra, and say... I see you. And... Melody. 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 Four times like an incantation, your hands conduct an unseen orchestra you moan. A nurse administers Ativan. I feel a stab of regret for not fighting longer, but then you fall silent. Your bony chest heaves the way a baby's does. Your cheekbones jut out under smooth, papery skin. What distinguishes day one from day 32,850? Each day counts on the persistence of heartbeats. Our inner rhythm in the intervening time, what we do or don't do, whether we live to be 20 or 60 or 90. It's the shared experience of being alive that binds us. A shocking clap of thunder sets off alarms at hospice while you sleep peacefully in the arms of Ativan. The rain starts. Heaven cries for you. July 24th, day 524. I spent today alone with you. Everyone else was done. They'd said their goodbyes, reached their breaking points. It was finally quiet, and we were together. I played Arvo part as we agreed, burned sage, placed flowers and other keepsakes on your chest. 
I whispered how I loved you and how it was time to end. Before long, the shadows crossed the wall. Everything I could do, I'd done. Everything I could feel, I'd felt. I was done. And so was Bruno. July 25th, 2018. Patrick knocked at my door. My watch read 4.47 a.m. Bruno's dead. Gone forever. All that potential, heart, brain, power, creativity. Lost. I am widowed. All of what we made will be memory. Alone now, I throw the coins. Eaching 20, contemplation. The hexagram refers to attaining through contemplation the inner truth. <laughs> the truth is, time passes. Day 530, five days beyond Bruno. No part of my body wants to admit that I am beyond Bruno, but the fact remains that his body is ash now, boxed and sitting in his studio. All through his illness and dying, it was love for him that kept me afloat, and it was love for him that made me want to uplift his family and friends. But now I feel the void. An organizing principle of my life is gone. He was the one who loved me in return. Everyone else was a stranger. Day 575. Today was your North Carolina memorial. The 49th day since your passing. Every day since I have said a mantra for your soul's safe journey and kissed our wedding rings. I want to believe you were all mine, but the hundred or so who came insisted otherwise. I listened to stories of the Bruno that others possessed. The deep intimacy that was our marriage is just one story whose ending I must write now. December, day 655, four months beyond Bruno. I tell Joy, a colleague I've just met. About the right and left hands of God? As we eat breakfast at a local diner. Chance and choice. Everything happens by chance. So the choices we make are what really matter? But we have to accept that every choice is a mistake until one of our choices isn't. And that choice becomes the inevitable. Only then do we know anything with certainty. And even that's an illusion. Because life is chaos. <laughs> Beautiful chaos. Joy nibbles her toast, wondering privately if I am mad with grief or always like this. Always like this, I want to confess, but sip my latte in silence instead. I steer our 
conversation towards the mundane, you know, semester and fatigue. And drive time since Business 40 construction began. <laughs> then ask for the check. Joy goes. I stay, staring through a window at a brick courtyard. <sighs> Bruno understood. Morning was our sacred time. Over tea and toast, she'd ramble on about her dreams and revelations. While Bruno listened with loving indulgence. Who will listen or love me now? A plastic honey bear on my table glows with reassuring light. I hear my late husband's only advice to me. You should write. I do. I write for you because I love you, and I write for me because I need to. And I keep writing because moment to moment we must cherish life and leave something here to be remembered by. Day 778. 253 days beyond Bruno. I slept. I dreamed. I woke. Made tea. Had toast. And raspberries. Didn't walk. Wrote instead. What's so different about life without you? So little. So much. To love someone is to transcend. To live beyond life. To be paired. In delight. To forget life. And death. And dwell. In love. Forever. In the years since you died, I've traveled, made art, and... Surprisingly, even made love. Joie de vivre. Life goes on. Not the same life. A new one I am creating day by day. Day 1001. Back home, like the tonic in a chord progression. This is where I start and return. You were there on my journey to Maine, Dublin, Douarnenez, all the way I left sorrow like petals scattered before a bride. A thousand and one days is almost enough time to grieve. Now, with certain understanding, I am lighter, clearer, stronger, buoyant. I let go of earthly sorrow to touch the sky. <laughs> 